Well, the uh, Collingwood Judicial Inquiry continues. Joining us in the studio is lead counsel, Kate McGrand. Kate, great to have you back in the studio. Good morning. Thanks very much for having me. You are spending quite a lot of time in Collingwood. Uh, uh, how do you feel about the town? Um, I really enjoyed the little I've seen of it. Mostly <laughs> yeah. it's the inside of uh, town our walls, <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, it has been uh, fascinating for us to watch this inquiry go down. It is taking a lot longer than we expected. Uh, is it shocking you and the rest of council how, how long it's taking? Uh, we're taking the time that we need to answer the questions mm. that have been posed to us by town council. And for those of you who have been watching, you'll see that we've taken steps to try to, to answer those questions efficiently but also effectively. So the foundation document that we put together has formed a great basis for the work that we've been doing in the hearing room. And then you've also seen us use, uh, in certain instances, sworn affidavits from witnesses that allow us to sort of um, – use our time with them in the hearing room more efficiently uh, and direct uh, the questions that we have for them to, to the things we really need to hear from them on in person. So the affidavit works in a sense that here's the questions we know for sure we're going to ask you. Answer these now, and then we can read them in our own time. And then when we get together with you know a very expensive room of lawyers we can go straight to the questions we need to ask on top of that exactly it forms a sort of evidentiary basis from mm. which we can really dig into the issues that we think that the judge needs to hear from them on in person and it's important to note that everyone has access to those documents that's right all of that information is available on our website let's talk about uh, that foundation document uh, First of all, it shocked me how huge it was uh, and how much, uh, you know, really kind of some in some cases a bit shocking information was out of that. Why couldn't you stop there? How much is all this testimony? Are you revealing more stuff, new stuff, interesting stuff that is going to change what the, the judge is going to tell us? Yeah, I mean, I think you only need to think about your own email correspondence to know that documents only tell a part of the story. And right. it's very important to hear right. from the people who were involved about the context, what led to the creation of some of those documents, and to understand what was really happening around them. So uh, the documentary basis is, is important, but hearing from the witnesses about um, what was actually going on is also very important. So this time has been well spent. Again, this is not a court case. This is an inquiry. Uh, Justice Frank Morocco is sort of building up the story that we're going to tell as to what happened in these instances. Uh, how do you think he's holding up? Because it's a ton of testimony, and he seems to be continually engaged. He's definitely continually engaged. Uh, Justice Morocco has, has sat on a number of yeah. uh, different kinds of hearings. Uh, he's definitely, uh, this has his full attention. This is the first time you've been in charge of, of an inquiry like this. So what's your first time at it like? Uh, I found it very interesting. I'm lucky to be supported by an exceptional team. Uh, and so working together has been, has been very useful. And the participants in their council have also uh, led to a very smooth process. One of the uh, interesting developments, at least for me, that I still haven't really got my head around is uh, Ed Houghton, one of the um, the applicants, requested that his evidence before the inquiry be led by his own counsel. I'm not even sure I know what that means, led by counsel. How is that different than the testimony that we've heard from the others? So what you will have generally seen is that I or one of the other inquiry council members will be the first person to ask questions. Uh, that questioning often looks like a, a cover the field type of right. questioning where we ask about all of the things that we think are important. And then uh, the participants or their counsel get up and ask more directed questions about specific issues afterwards. There is a provision in our rules that allows for participants to ask to be led by their own counsel, and that's what uh, Mr. Houghton did. That means that he is asked questions by his own lawyer first, 
So his lawyer has the opportunity to to set the stage, if you would. Okay. And then uh, the other participants through their counsel and us have the opportunity to get up and, and sort of dig into to the evidence that has been set forth by uh, Mr. Houghton and his counsel. So mm-hmm. that's he asked for that, and uh, that opportunity was granted. Why would he need to do that while the others wouldn't? That's a question that would be best directed okay. to him. Uh, there could be different reasons for, for wanting to do it, but um, in his case, he's he's requested it and that opportunity was granted. In your mind, it doesn't um, change how the information is going to be gathered. You're going to get the same stuff you're going to get. Yeah, everybody will have, you know, we have the questions that we feel mm. we need to ask and, and the evidence needs to be put before Justice Morocco and the other participants would have uh, specific things that they wanted to ask as well. And I think that everybody got to to ask the questions they needed to. These rounds of testimony, these rounds of hearings are, are drawing to an end. Uh, you're gonna, you're not going to be doing it to, uh, doing those again till the fall, but it's not the summer off for the inquiry. No, I wouldn't call it that. So you're a you, lawyer, not a teacher. <laughs> I don't know if teachers get the summer off either. It's just a different kind of work, but... Um, we will be spending our time in the summer preparing for the second round of hearings. So right. that will include the preparation of a second foundation document that speaks to the issues that are, are before us in part two, and that's looking at the allocation of the proceeds, uh, how they were spent on, on recreational facilities, and also engaging in witness interviews and, and other preparation work so that we're ready to go when we get started again in the second week of September. Mayor Saunderson uh, seems to think that this next half is going to go much faster than, than this first half. For a couple of reasons. One is a lot of the gathering of the information has already been done. So we're sort of starting, hitting the ground running, and there's less participants in it. Yeah, both of those factors should contribute to a, to a, a potentially shorter period of, of hearing time for part two. Kim Grant, if people have any questions about the judicial inquiry, uh, they want to find out more, what's the, what's, what should they do? So I would direct them to our website, uh, which has quite a bit of information on it, and it also has contact people. So if you've got specific questions, you can send those, those off, and we'll try to get an answer to you. Kamer Grand Lead Inquiry Counsel for the Collingwood Judicial Inquiry. Thank you so much for being here on Talk of the Town. Thanks again for having me.